know you just want to say Michael. I do. Jordan. I do, but I'm We're in the full five. <laughs> I know you want to say and it. Now, <laughs> at six foot six from North Carolina. That would be badass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, facts, lies, and one truth. Back with you on a Sunday, starting with Swan Sunday, yeah, man. August 13th, 2017. It's been a while. That's right. It's been a very long time. Well, it feels like a long time, especially when we were doing it every Tuesday. Yeah. But now it's just, you know, you got you to gotta shift and shake. You we gotta, got lives now. It's funny. Yeah. You do? You do? Uh, welcome back. If you're joining us with us live, um, a little Chicago Bulls intro for you. I figured I'd do a little throwback. It's the best That's ever. been on my... I don't know why that was in my brain this morning. Uh, maybe that's what I woke up to. I was like... The Chicago Bulls? Yeah. I woke up to that. I was like, yeah. Today's... I'm ready. Did you get up and like put some talcum powder in your hands and just go... <laughs> just, Oh, LeBron style. I mean, anything. I, mean, I did not, happen. but if I did, yeah. that'd be badass. That's busted. That's busted. I did. I did not do that. I didn't do any LeBron powder. I didn't do any oh. anything magical. I actually woke up and I was like, oh, maybe I should eat something because I'm about to do a little endless mimosas day. Who does that? Uh, Other than women, who does that? Really? Yeah. Have you never done that? Can you say you never done that? Have you never done bottomless mimosas or whatever? I they don't call drink it? mimosas. I mean, really? I don't, I don't have a vagina. Really? You yeah, think that's I a little swear gay? to God, I have no vagina. Really? I didn't say gay. I'm just saying I don't. Okay, have a not the, not Seinfeld. Not there's anything wrong with that. Um, you, you don't. You, you wouldn't do something like that. That's my question. I guess. No. Why not? That's badass. It's orange juice and champagne. I just Shut up? Yeah. fuck it. Listen, you know what someone told me one time? Oh Jesus! What? Oh great, is <laughs> If the honey's like it, you like it. No, it, no, that's no, no, that's shit. not, that's no. not, that's horse shit. That's okay. horse shit. Yeah, no, no I you, disagree with you that. You buy it for the honeys and you drink your whatever you're going to drink. Not a fucking mimosa, dude. Really? Yeah, no one, I, dude, I don't, oh my God. And you invited me too. You're like, hey man, bottom us to uh, mimosas till 2.30, you should come. No, I'm not going to go to that. Why not? That was pretty cool. I mean, it could have been a fun atmosphere and you're with honeys, no, but I'm not drinking the mimosas. Really? How, how much did that cost you? $11. That, why? I had like 20 it's orange juice and a topping of champagne. So? It's a mimosa. I, I would say it's, they gave me a little extra champagne than just a, a topping. Oh, my bad. I would, yeah, it felt more than a topping. Oh, it just, it's a mimosa. You're hating on You're hating on the mimosa. No, I'm, glad, I'm glad you had a good time. I did not know that you were this, like, adamant about no mimosa life. I just, it's it's a mimosa. I, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a craft beer drinker, so that's fair to say that I've, I've, I've repped my, I don't even really know how to explain this. I've repped my aura of my life like I, I i drink good beer so yeah the fact that i want to go out with some friends and turn up i i'm shocked this okay, this wait, blows wait, wait, me wait, away wait, wait you cannot say you turn up at an all-you-can mimosa drinking bar you, you don't turn up yeah i was turning up no you don't when you, you have like you 20 that. no you can't do that at a mimosa i had bar. a ton it doesn't matter how many you could add 100 you don't turn up it doesn't work. Well, I wasn't like it's not the same. Mm, mm, <laughs> it's not the get same. money. I wouldn't say I was doing that. I wasn't doing that movement there that you're saying. Then you right weren't now. turned up. Then. Oh, that's true. Okay, all right. Sorry. So I, you I, went for bottomless to m- mimosas, and I got some breakfast or brunch, whatever. Yeah, I got I. some lunch, whatever you want to call it. That was good. They actually have very good lunch. Uh, Tr Fire and Grill. I uh, probably should tag. I'm not doing that, but let me get on that. Uh, they were very, <laughs> that place is brand new. It was okay. actually voted one of the best new restaurants. Of whatever 2017. Where's it at? 
Winter Park. Okay. Winter Park is very good. The Uber drive for me is quite lengthy. The price is fine, whatever. It was 15 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, it was whatever. It's way worth anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, mimosas, they got like five different flavors, blah, blah, blah. I, I like it. I don't know. I've gone with, I put it this way. I have never gone there without a female. Well, no, you shouldn't. Okay. So that, that I don't know if that counts for, for it you. It does because if you go by yourself for the bottomless mimosas, then there's an issue that you and I need to talk about outside yeah. of the podcast. But, uh, I have never gone there but without. It's like they, they, they serve it in little flutes, right? They call them a flute. Oh, yeah. I killed the flutes. And Crush I'm like, the flutes. just give me a fucking glass. <laughs> I mean, what do you want? You want like one of those big bottoms glass? Yeah, give me like a fucking glass, man. Like if you're gonna oh. give me a mimosa, let make it manly. Not you grab the stem and you're like, oh, mimosa, sweet. Let oh. me get another one of those. Let me keep them coming until they're 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 bottomless. You I sound exactly like me. That's what I sounded like. Oh Jesus. No, like and and all right, let me bounce this off of you. I, I, bounce it off me. Okay, I know. We have, you know, I know you're married and all that, but I just want to get your opinion. And maybe that's a good thing. Get a married guy's opinion. Okay. Okay. So we're at the, um, with my buddy and another female who is taken. Okay. If you're listening, they all listen. They all listen to the podcast. They're all, uh, Gina and Bobby, they all are listeners to the podcast. Okay. Love them to death. Great guys. Great gals. Love them both. Um, we're at the restaurant, TR Fire and Grill. And we're sitting there and we're drinking our mimosas, right? <laughs> Same waitress getting money. <laughs> And we get to the end, and obviously we've had our fair share of how many ever it is. We lost count after five. Okay. Waitress is as a cutie. Don't get me wrong, she's a cutie. How if you are a single man, how would you approach this activity? As a gay guy drinking a mimosa. Well, if that's how you want to put it, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know how you're hitting on women drinking a mimosa. You ride your pinky out and everything, grabbing the stem. Dude, like, I think this is a. Oh, I don't want to say no. a new age thing. That's not. There's you're nothing not gay. new age about that. You're not gay. I don't, I don't have a problem with being gay. Listen, I have I'm, a problem with you being gay. I'm not. Well, I'm, we know I ain't gay. <laughs> but come on, I can't. You no. did not tell me this. No, it's. You should have asked me first. So then. if I didn't, if I, anytime I ever invite you to one of these things, you're just ask, nope, not. No, I will come, but oh. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to partake of the bottomless mimosas. So, like, I'm just not gonna. Go like eleven dollars, all you can drink of whatever. Again, it's mimosas. You're not in. No, really. Yeah. Ah, I like that. No, it's I'm, just I'm, alcohol. I'm paying, I'm paying eleven dollars for all I can drink orange juice. It's, you're looking at it the wrong way. No. Yeah. Not, it's a splash of of champagne. Oh, maybe you got a little bit more. Ooh. Great. You might have I'm, had a glass again, of champagne. You're not there. I'm not there. We don't know who's making it. No, we don't. You paid eleven bucks for I'm, a glass of champagne and orange juice. A glass of champagne. See, well, I'm, not, I'm getting more than a glass. No, by the time it's all said and done, you've got nah. yeah. You, you'll have a flute of champagne. No, and Jerry, you drink like thirty. Come on. No, no, I don't. It's just it's ah. it's just weird, dude. I don't know. I don't think it's that weird, but I'm surprised that you're bringing this on me like this. Guys should not get excited about going to mimosa, bottomless, endless. All you females drink. are involved. I'm excited. It's cool for people. Go, but don't drink the mimosas. Oh, I'm hundred percent doing that. Get like a Jack and Coke or something. No, you know? like pay the thirty for the unlimited Jack and Coke. I can't all right anyway anyway what what's your vibe on on writing the number on the receipt or whatever after the dinner because uh, I, I asked the female this question as well you know this yeah. was this was not just a male answer you know she said that's a good move no not a good move no not a fan of the move have, have you done that before I don't think I have personally done I've seen my friends done that before I honestly seriously 
I don't think I've ever done that because I'm kind of a mixed bag on it. I'm not strong with it, but I'm not like, eh, I would never tell a dude that's a horrible movie or an idiot. Well, here's, here's the thought process for me on that one. You never get a call back. If you do good for you, it's one out of a hundred that's going to actually use that phone number. Right. And two, if you're that scared that you got to put a phone number on the back of the receipt because you just want to walk up to her and go, Hey, here's my phone number. I wouldn't call you back either. So, 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 so he or she, sorry, no one judge anybody, but you know, give the number yourself. Just be like, Hey, yeah. Like take you out sometime. Um, you care if I get your number or give your number yeah. to her, probably hey, take her number. You want to go out sometime? Here's my number and you move on. So you throw it down yourself. Yeah. At least you have the confidence to do that. Oh, okay. Women like the confidence. If you just write it down, you're like, you slide, you go, hey, let's go. So the, so the female said, and I'm not, I'm going to call her out. I mean, this is one pe- female's opinion. It doesn't mean she's right. It doesn't mean she's wrong, but it's cool to have a, another yeah. A yeah. sexist opinion in this situation. Sure. Uh, she said that, you know, uh, she's been in situations where she's worked different jobs and she's seen something like this happen before. And uh, she got a number and she texted or called the person and, and ventured out into it. Now they become successful. That's not really the point. She actually was interested in seeing what's post number giving. So that is effective to her and obviously not everybody, but that's effective. And I've, I've heard this from other people like, you know, I've talked to cigar waitresses before. I've been in a cigar bar, and I mm-hmm. asked a waitress one time. I said, listen, I mean, come on. It's an all-guy place. So it's inevitable that you're going to get a bar. I said, listen, Correct. all right. You're going to check a young female. Like, So how many do you get a day? I just asked her because I was just interested. She was like, oh, I'll get like five to seven. Five to seven numbers a day on, on a receipt or whatever. And I said, okay, well, how many of those actually work? Or when I say work, actually you – yeah. Venture into them a little bit more callback. She goes, oh, you know, if they're cool, you know, or attractive, maybe one, two max. One out of five to seven is not that bad. No. Not saying that you're the lucky guy, but, you know, you never know. I don't know. I've always thought about it. I've never done it myself, and I probably never will. It's not really my vibe. I would do more of what you just said. Probably just go ahead and give. Yeah. My number or ask her for her number. Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, you're whatever. Whatever the situation may be, you're attracted, whatever, like whatever. You know, let's let's go out. You know, I, I like to say mimosas. You like the pineapple? I like the pineapple, too. Let's go have pineapple together. You would not be having mimosas ever. No. No, I wouldn't <laughs> I, ever. Um, yeah, you got to walk up and give the number. Just make pre-printed uh, printed business cards with your number on it. Hand them out, you know? <laughs> Here, just take a fax last one. Just truth. hand them to everybody. Just listen to us. Put your number in the comments. Yeah, hand them to everybody, <laughs> and you have you have just good odds. It's, it's just interesting. I love that. Uh, I, I love conversations like that. It, it's always good, especially when you're in a group of people, of male and female. Yeah. Because then that's when you get both opinions, and it's always the girls disagree with the guys. It feels like it anyway. I mean, you know, girls say I like the number coming on the receipt because they don't really want the interaction. They want Maybe. to be able to give get all the numbers at the end of the day and make their decision. Maybe. If you walk up and put it right in their hands, look them right in the eye and Assertive. here's my number, call me sometime, where do you like to eat, whatever you're going to say, and just roll. But in my experience, anytime you write a number on the back of the receipt, you never get a call. Yeah, um, my buddy did that one time. This is way back. This is in college. Uh, he did that one time at like a Chili's or not. I think it was Applebee's actually. Yeah. Nope, nope, the bones. Nothing. Nothing. No dice. Yeah. Because they get so many of those. And I'll I tell you one key tip, and we'll leave it at this. I'll tell you one key tip is, is he actually did it. Bobby, I know you listen sometimes. <laughs> he did it. He wrote the number on. And I said, hold on. Before you do that, before you write the number on, most of the time, the 
the restaurant requires you to leave the receipt behind or leave it in the register that you fill out the tip on. That way they know. And they yeah. send it back to the corporate whatever. I was like, put your number on the second one. That way she can put the receipt in where it needs to go and then keep your number with all the other information on it in her pocket. Why don't I just write them on all three receipts? Okay, that's fine. Do that. You do you. Your number out there and about, who cares? Yeah. Better chances. I don't know. Well, you got a better chance of giving but her That was a good call. And you can see her inner, like, here's my number. And she goes, oh, she's scared. Then you know that you got no chance. You just write it. She just goes, ah, fold it up. And right, I know. But still, it. that's a good call. Something to remember, I guess. Yeah. Write it on all receipts. Just give it. Yeah, just write it on all the receipts <laughs> or just give it to and her. Just, just give it to her. And, and hey, just, my number's on the back of all three. You can't lose it. I'll be back tomorrow if you haven't called me and just right. be a stalker. <laughs> True. Uh, facts, lies, and one truth with you on a Sunday. Uh, but a lot to talk about. We've missed a lot of stuff. Uh, Kyrie's still out there. Yeah. Uh, wandering around. Yes, he is. Are you? He's like a nomad. What What if he stays at Cleveland? Is that you think that actually happens? Or you finally gets traded. I, I'm starting to wonder if that's a real thing. We're getting closer and closer to October. October fifteenth, twelfth, I think is the season start. I mean, realistically, they can keep him this year and keep him two more years. I think. Right, technically, contract wise, yeah. Yeah, so depending on what they want to do, I, I think they keep him and just figure out what LeBron. You think do. they keep yeah. him? If LeBron's going to leave, then you just go ahead and dish off Kyrie, or you just pay him a lot more money for him to stay. But so yeah, you, it, just, you have to keep him. You think Kyrie's the type of guy that kind of just mails it in now, right now? Uh, I think Kyrie's the kind of guy that if he has to stay, he's going to play out of his skull. You think he'll just ball out? Yeah, because he's got you to. You want me? Yeah, like I'm going to show me. the world what 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 I can do. Come after me, and here's what I'm going to give you when I go. See, I think LeBron. I don't want to say I don't want to speak for LeBron, but I think LeBron a little bit. I mean, Nick Wright said this, so I kind of thought about it some more. But uh, Kyrie needs to kind of just do his own thing. I think LeBron might be okay with that. As in, what I mean, Kyrie doing just take over. Well, they're not even talking. You just do whatever you want to do. And LeBron will be there when you need him. Yeah. I think LeBron kind of wanted that a little bit. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've kind of got that sense. LeBron's kind of tired of playing 40 minutes a game. So if Kyrie wants to kind of make of his own team and do his own thing and dribble and pass and score and do everything he wants to do and try to be MVP, I think LeBron would be okay with well, that. I, I think they both realize that you can't win in Cleveland again. Even even being coexistent on the same team, you have to leave to, to have a chance. Neither I, they both know that uh, Kyrie's. I, he's, we've talked about a little bit. I, he's silly for trying to leave. I mean, it's just. I mean, <laughs> when you well, go to the finals well, every year. This, you, I know you're playing the Warriors, but still, you can make the finals again, possibly, possibly if you're lucky, absolutely, and say I've been to so many three straight finals at that point. But I mean, that doesn't do anything for his brand. Right. I mean, yes and no. I mean, he's still got a brand. He's still got a brand. He has a brand without LeBron. It's debatable between you and I, I whether mean, he would actually have a brand or not. He's not even in the finals Scottie, without him. Scotty Pippen doesn't have a brand. Doesn't have a brand. Why? Um, Jordan overseeded that, but Correct. but it, the times have changed. I mean, people that don't make not finals really. have brand. Yeah, Iverson made one and lost. But has a brand. Kyrie doesn't have a brand. Kyrie has a brand. Dude, freaking Lavar Ball technically has a brand. Technically, yeah. Okay. Lonzo doesn't, but LeVar does. It's a different age now. Brands are everything. Where back then, brands were trying to be something. Lonzo has a brand. Kevin Durant has a brand. Steph Curry has a brand. Starbury has a brand. Starbury still yeah. has a brand. No, he still does. Okay. Hadn't been in the league for 10 years, still has a brand. Okay. All the big dudes have a, a brand. Kyrie doesn't have a brand yet. I, it, he's got the, I've got LeBron He's brand. got a brand. We're no, looking at it right he's now. He's got a shoe. That's not a brand. 
No. No. No brand there. I don't think so. That's not a brand. These are the Kyries. He's got yes. new Kyries that come out every year, but he right. can't. He just came out with new shoes. They were posted online, blah, blah, blah. I haven't really seen much on them. Okay. There's not a whole lot of commercials behind it. There's not a whole lot of un- nothing behind it. It's all LeBron. Get out from the shadow of LeBron. Let him go do his own thing and hang himself. Build your brand your own. Nah, I, I don't think he'll get any bigger than he is right now. I think he will. Okay. We saw it in the playoffs. He was money. Even when he had the clutch shot that won the finals for the the Cavaliers versus the Warriors, I I don't know if – I mean, that made him a clutch player in some people's eyes, but that didn't catapult his brand in any way. Because you still got LeBron. It's still – it's – when you talk about the the Cavs, you talk about LeBron. Somebody in his camp has really influenced him into leaving, and he's he's, he's taken that up. I mean, that's – He should. um, Because if LeBron leaves and he stays in Cleveland, there's going to be no brand there. You're not going to win the games that you need to win to get the notoriety and to, to build your brand. You need to go someplace where you can win 60-plus games with other people but be the star like Boston. Go there, be the star, and you're going to build your brand. Go to New York, build your brand. You're the star. It's you and Porzingis. That's it. Yeah. it's it's. Be- I think Kyrie's in a tough spot. I mean, I, I think this coming down, I don't know if this is how he wanted it to, to transpire. I don't know. I don't think he really cares at this point. But I think LeBron's leaving. I think that's kind of what this kind of – I think his camp heard voices from LeBron's camp that LeBron's about to be out. So and I think he that's why he wanted to jump down with LeBron, and LeBron said, I don't, I don't know what's going on yet. Yeah. And I think that probably hurt Kyrie to the bone. Like, hey, I thought we were dogs. We were boys. And you're not going to tell me what's going down? Let me know. If Irving stays, would you be surprised to see the best years between Irving and LeBron, the best two years together ever? And Cavs last two to three seasons together. Would it be a surprise if what now? If if like if Irving had his best year and LeBron had a phenomenal year, obviously his every year is very good. But Irving had his best year uh, with LeBron and they won and they went on to win the championship. Like it, they just were great. It would you be surprised? No, it it wouldn't surprise me if there were five guys, maybe six, in the MVP ballot. You know what I mean? Like it, it came down to uh Steph, Durant, Westbrook, Harden, LeBron, and Kyrie. Like, it came down and we all go, fuck, these are really good seasons. You know, like, this is a really good year for basketball because all these folks stepped up. You wouldn't be surprised if Irving just had, like, you know, 28 a game, seven assists, and and two steals, and – Looks I, I think he's a the du- best Kyrie I think he's a double double machine. I, I think he's a twenty eight and twelve, you know, twelve assists and a twenty eight point. I don't think the rebounds are there for him. I can see him being Gosh, a double double machine. That would that's be, what he's capable of doing. I don't think so. But you can't do it because you got love and you got all these other guys. He wants to go and be the man. I think he's an extremely overrated point guard. I think all he can do is score. I don't think he's even close. I think his highest assist rate is seven, seven and a half. Something like that, yeah. I think he's not I mean, even close. I've been saying that that Kyrie's overrated since he's been in the league. Yeah. But I think that just watching the last two years of playoffs and what he can do in the playoff situation, which is pretty much if you don't win, you're out. So it's a it's a different it's a different monster than regular season. Regular season, you kind of pace yourself, and you got LeBron to lean on, and some of these other guys to kind of bail you out. I think that Kyrie's prime for a let me go to New York 
And if he failed, it wouldn't surprise me. If he succeeded, it wouldn't surprise me. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it, it wouldn't surprise me either way. Well, w- without LeBron and he was on the Cavs alone, it did not work out well. They didn't make the playoffs. They were a very bad team. I know he's a little bit more mature now and things have kind of progressed. Four he's years little, down the road, five years down the road. Obviously, he's a much better player now. Yeah. But that. <laughs> and you got Kevin Love, which is still overrated. Yeah, and we're not sure where that's at. I mean, you got, you got some good pieces on it. You, you ain't got superstars, Tristan and, and J.R. Smith. Yeah. Those guys aren't superstars, but you got some really good support players. So, I mean, even without LeBron, will they do what the Bulls did without Jordan? Probably not. But could they, could they be a 50 win team and compete to make the playoffs? Yes, I think so. Okay. I really do. And nothing's happened yet. I mean, obviously, you have a lot of trade rumors out there. Nothing's happened yet. Be interesting to see how they progress. NBA offseason's got pretty. That that's the that's the main centerpiece of the offseason. They need something to happen. They need some pizzazz. They need something. We're interesting to happen uh, there. But the NFL uh, preseasons happened. I worked the Dolphins game. Yes, you did. This Love past Thursday, uh, I was actually just telling Kendra my story uh, about what me working it. I, I know a couple. Uh, say players. I don't know how much players with the Dolphins, but I know a couple, but not that many. Uh, I know some coaches with the Dolphins. Uh, one actually used to coach at UCF. Nice. I went O'Leary. Um, got you know he retired and they yeah. had an interim coach come in. Danny Barrett mm-hmm. is his name. Uh, he is the interim. He was the interim coach for like four games, I believe. He's now the running backs coach at the Miami Dolphins. Oh, nice. And I was coming off the field. I was obviously on the field pretty much the whole time, but every now and then I come up to the to the booth. And I was actually walking into the tunnel, and, and Danny was walking out. And I said, hey, Danny. He turned around. Great guy. Looked nice. good. Talked to him for, for a real quick brief second. Yeah, those guys are always on the run. But I was like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, hey, good to see you. I was like, yeah, I'm over with DV Sport now. It's good to see you, blah, blah, blah. And I said, hey, man, you look good. You're looking good. And he said, thanks, baby. Just trying to. So he's running back because the Dolphins. but uh, And then uh, defense coordinator at the Dolphins as well is Matt Burke. He was the linebackers coach at the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals, when I worked there in 2014. A kid out of Dartmouth. I say kid, not a kid anymore, but uh, out of Dartmouth. And uh, was used to be with the Lions way back in the day uh, when he was just coming out. He used to be the linebackers coach, I think, roughly, with Vance Joseph. Oh, okay. Who is now the head coach of the the, uh, Broncos. Yeah. Denver Broncos. So there was rumor that Vance was going to take him with – to, to the Broncos and be the defense coordinator there, but he did not. So the, the Dolphins got to name him the D.C. And I texted him, told him congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And I got to the Dolphins game on Thursday, and I I was in charge of the sideline on the field, which is fine. You know, I don't care. I mean, it's out of the out of the air conditioning, which, you know, Miami can get. But that's fine. I was chilling. And uh, I was trying to see him before the game. But I was kind of back and forth, and yeah. it just didn't work out. So I was kind of bummed. I was like, shit, that's usually the time you can see your boys. Anybody you know, you go up and you dab them and yeah. you talk and have conversations. I, 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 I dropped the ball and didn't see him. So I'm over there on the, on the Dolphins sideline during the game. It's like first quarter. You know, I'm, just, I'm chilling. And uh, what I'm responsible for is the prints. Uh, is is when they take the prints up on. Now we just do it in the booth. But you take the you take two shots. Take one at the at the pre snap, and you take one actually either at the handoff or at the release of the ball of when they pass it. And that's when they take the shots. They they either shoot out paper prints or you can use the surfaces. So mm-hmm. we're really trying to get the surfaces up and going because paper is going to be out of the league next year. 
So I'm sitting there making sure the services are good over on the Dolphins side. Everything's going great, and I'm just kind of you know scoping out the area and watching coaches mainly because I love watching coaches coach. That's the fun part about it, you know, watching how they say things, how they speak, how they yell, whatever. So I'm sitting there watching, and uh, Matt Burke, he's on the headset. You know, the DC's on the headset. He's got a big beard. If you ever watch the Dolphins game, he's got a big beard. He got a little white in it, but he got a big beard now. He's been growing it since I've known him. And uh, he kind of, he kind of, you know, when you kind of look at somebody, look at you, and then they look away, and they look back, come back and look at you again. And you're like, it's like, oh, I knew that person in their brain, yeah. and that's how it was for me. He looks straight at me, and he comes over, and he, he's like, I give him one of these, like a little head nod, and he goes, while well, he's on the headset, because <laughs> you can tell he's listening, but also paying attention to what he's doing. Yeah. So he like kind of starts doing one of these. If you can see my Facebook live, kind of wanders closer. So I kind of took that as a hint to kind of wonder. Closer. <laughs> so we get closer, closer together, and he sticks out his hand, and we, you know, you know, go a little. Yeah. I was like, congratulations, baby. Good to see you. And he's like, he kind of like gives me like a little head nod, like, yeah, he heard me, because he's still on the headset. So that was cool. Got to see him. And as the game wore on, you know, I'm, I'm back and forth between each sideline. And that's a cool thing for me. I'm out of football now. I can talk about it. I can and, and dive into it. I've been in, deep in football for nine years now. Um, so now so now, I'm kind of being on the outside. I say the outside because I'm still on the outside. I got my little – sorry, I don't know why I took this out, but I did because it's in my back. I got my little pass right there. Oh, look at that. Isn't that cool? Number one. That's right. Number one, yeah. Got my little pass right there um, using it. But – uh, being on the outside was cool because I now now I got to see I didn't shoot the game but I got to see coaches coach. I don't think anytime you see that in the NFL or college football, it's fun. You know, you get to see how they react with players. I mean, in the yeah. heat of battle, blah blah blah. So I got to see the Falcons DC get up into it. Got to see the Falcons OC get into it. Um, definitely got to see the Dolphins DC Matt get into it. So I'm there in the fourth quarter. I actually made my way back over to the Dolphins side and I'm chilling and. Uh, this is late. This is like six minutes left. So game's winding down. Yeah. You know, but, but you know how the guys are. They coach when they coach. They coach all the time. So uh, I'm like, I haven't anything to eat all day. I'm like losing it, dude. It was a long-ass day. And I'm like, you know, it's like 9.45 or 10 almost. And I was like, oh, I just want to go home. Like, to the hotel, sorry. The hotel. And I'm like do- dozing off almost, but trying to keep it real. Because it's humid as shit. I didn't have any water hardly. Like I'm going to – like the Gatorade – there's a Gatorade card. I mean, start there. And there's a Gatorade card that Blue Hats are in charge of. They're also the equipment guys. But the Blue Hats are in charge of, and they just fill Gatorade the whole game. Nice. You know, whenever a player takes it, they just they fill another one and they set it back out. You know what I was – I don't give a fuck. I was going up and like – <laughs> you know, I'm just housing those puppies. Like, I'm like, yeah, fill that shit up. You know, like, I'm just housing those puppies on the way. And I used to do that all the time when I worked for the Bengals, so I didn't give a shit. I was like, you're going to stop me, go ahead. But anyway, so I'm sucking down the Gatorade. And I'm, you know, I'm sucking down the Gatorade, chilling, and I hear, hey, somebody yelling at me. I'm like, what the? You know, like, who in the hell is yelling at me? And I look up at my days, and I and it's freaking Matt Burke. Yeah, hey! And I'm like, Oh, sh- oh, God, here we go. Here we go. 10 o'clock at night. Shit's not working. But he had a piece of paper in his hand. So he was looking at the print on paper. And I was like, okay, I can't control prints necessarily, but we'll see what happens. So I'll rock up. And I'm like, typical me. What's up? <laughs> What's up? I just cut the shit. What's up? He goes, are you fucking in charge of this? And I go, yeah, coach. What's up? I'm like, like, come on. Like, just tell me what the fuck's wrong. Are you fucking in charge of this? Like, pointing at it, like yelling at me. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, oh, 
He's like, he's like, he's got a sharpie in his hand. He's, he's I want the sharp later. And I, I know what he's talking about. Where yeah. if you're, if you don't know what he's talking about, like, so they take, I just explained to you, take one shot pre-snap, one shot at the handoff where they release. Yeah. A lot of coaches like a little bit later than at the release. They like it kind of like ball halfway in there. Kind of. Yeah. That's a good description. Yeah. Or or after the running backs taking maybe one or two steps Mm -hmm. after receive the ball. That way you see a little bit more of their steps, maybe a a, a stunt that the D line's running, or if they have disguised cover two, but they really went cover one because you can tell by the safety steps. Okay. So a little bit more time of the picture enables you to see those things. I can understand as a coach, when you're looking at the pictures and it's a little too early of a shot, you get frustrated because you just want to know what they're running so bad. Yeah. <laughs> you gotcha. know, so he's frustrated because he wants to know what they're running because it was taken too early. So he's obviously telling me that. Obviously, I didn't think about this when I was yelling at me, but he was telling me that through his Sharpie slamming. <laughs> so I was like, he's like, can you fucking tell him to take this shot later? And I said, excuse me, but that's, that's how they talk. And I was like, all right, coach, I gotcha. And then, so we kind of like did the split, but I was like, I'm going to be a fucking asshole on this one. And so I like slapped him in the arm, on his arm. And he looks back at me and I go, hey, you know that, why that's wrong? And he like looks at me like he's pissed off. And I go, because I, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I walked away. <laughs> and I got him to laugh in the moment of nice. battle. And I got him to laugh in the moment of battle. So that was really cool. Um, so I went back over to, um, I texted, you know, obviously you text, you talk, everything's crazy at that moment. You text people that be to, to take the shots later and they will. And it's a good time for preseason to do that. But yeah, yeah. It was my interaction with Matt Burke. Matt so Burke's is, a great guy. Is that, is that now something that goes forward for the Dolphins now? Like you, if would you hope. guys are doing it that, Hey, listen, this DC wants two seconds after the snap. He wants the ball in the air so you can yes. see what it is. So is this what you guys can do going forward? Uh, yes, hopefully the operator. Now, obviously, somebody, and it could be something like somebody like you that they got off the street. I mean, I think, uh, who was it? It doesn't matter what team it was. Somebody has a teacher gotcha. that they bring off the, I say off the streets, but they they know him. He's a part of the organization that they bring yeah. off and then take the pictures for them. So he was an equipment manager. Somebody like me with the video staff took it for the Bengals. Um, yeah, they're in charge of when you take the picture. Obviously, with Matt Burke in this case, the DC defense coordinator for the Dolphins. Carries some weight. Oh, yeah. And when the DC wants the picture a little bit later. Exactly. Mother, you take the picture yeah. a little bit later. So now if you work the Dolphins game again, you're going you're to tell the guy in the booth like, hey, listen, to say it, make sure it's at the release and then after the release. You bet your fucking okay. ass I am. Good. Yeah. Can I get it? Uh, can I get a little bit later than you usually take it is how I would say. Or I'd watch them do it. And when they do it on the release, it'd be like, listen, uh, Burke likes it. A little bit later. Can you give me maybe a tenth of a second or yep. 0.5 a little bit later than that? Because he likes to see a little bit more. Once you get used to it as an operator, it's no brainer after that. Yeah. You know, and I, honestly, when I was doing it, I got those yellings all the time. See, I thought it was a series of pictures. It was the, you know, the, the, the balls like here, 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 no. here. And then that's what they're flipping through no. is, is almost like a picture book. You're like, yeah. You get two pictures per. Uh, snap. Now, if they want more, does DB Sports charge more? Te- no. <laughs> Technically, there is a way in our software that you could get four pictures per snap. Gotcha. Technically, that that is a okay. that is a thing. But uh, that's kind of obsessive. But it's a real thing. You can do that. Like special teams gets four pictures. Obviously, gotcha. like for example, I use kickoff. Kickoff, you get one to kick. You get it halfway in the air. You get one that touches the guy, and then you get it when he rolls up to the twenty-five. Yeah, gotcha. Those are your four pictures. 
Offense and defense can do the same exact thing. You can do it pre-snap. Okay. You can do it at the snap. You can do it when it laces. You can do it when it catches or incomplete. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that is cool, a thing. Though. Can, yeah, they can do as many as they want. They can adapt. Uh, they have uh, dabbled in video. I don't know if you've heard that. They've dabbled in video where you just have a full play to watch. Yeah. You, you mark in and then you mark out. And obviously, mark in's when the snap is. Mark out's when the play's over. Yeah. So when they when they bring up the service, you watch the whole play. Uh, comp- there is an NFL competition committee, and they decide yay or nay on that kind of thing. Hmm. Obviously, uh, still shots or what's what we call it, prints or pictures is a yay. It's always been a yay. Video has still been voted nay. Is that because not all teams are using it? No, everybody's using it. That has been tested. So why it's is work- that a, why I don't is that know. That that is something for debate. I don't know. The NFL has voted nay on that issue. Hmm. Yeah, we're re- uh, DV Sport. My coach is ready to go. We actually prefer it actually over the surface, or I'm sorry, over the prints. But I, I see some teams with surfaces and some teams without. Uh, that's a, a total coach preference. Okay. Yeah, I was just telling Kendra that earlier. For example, so the Falcons on their sideline, no prints. Their oh. sideline and their booth uses only surfaces. Yeah. So you carry them a surface. They have a person that's just devoted to carry them a surface. Okay, they only look at the surface with either their stylus or with their hands. That's all they use. Prints are strictly backup. Gotcha. As in if all else shits the bed, you can carry them a binder. Yeah. Uh, dolphins were not that way. Uh, I know the Patriots are not that way. Um, but the Dolphins about three-fourths on the sideline alone, just the sideline, uh, because the booth doesn't have prints anymore. But three-fourths of the sideline, actually, eh, it's about half, actually, uses prints still. Like, for example, I just said wow. Matt Burke still uses prints. He's with the Sharpie drawing on the shit. His D-line coach is drawing on the paper. Is that just a product of what you come up in the league with, or is that just it's easier to go two prints and – Hey, this is where they're going, so this is what it is. Yeah, it's a matter of comfortability. When you're handed a piece of paper, you know that is Series 7, and that is every shot from Series 7. You don't got to use your fingers to touch Series 7. Gotcha. You ain't got to flip. You just flip a paper. That's that's the second play in the series. Flip a paper, that's okay. the third. Makes sense. But here's the thing. If you can operate a phone, well, you can yeah. operate a tablet. Yeah, well, he may have a flip phone. Uh, I guarantee. No, he does not. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry, Matt. I know he's not listening. But if he was, go Matt. Yeah. But no, no, he ain't listening. Um, but yeah, if he can operate a phone, he can operate a tablet. And just to let you know, prints are gone after this year. So it's all tablets. Oh, nice. So if you're watching nice. the show today, if you're seeing the, um, or if you're listening to us, if, uh, uh, tablets are all that it is right now. Microsoft's, a, they pay a lot of money to be on that sideline. And that's what it's all about here moving forward. So. But it was cool. It was cool seeing those yeah. guys. It was cool talking to them. It's cool to see how it operates. Because a lot of people see the blue tablets out there hanging around, and they don't really know what they do. Oh, shit, I wouldn't know what they do either, probably, if I didn't know, if I didn't work in it or be a part of it when I was. But, yeah, they, they, they received two shots, one uh, pre-snap and one either at the handoff or at the throw to see what they're doing. Uh, video has been tested, but they're not doing it yet. So we'll see how that how that progresses. Mm. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's interesting. Mm. But speaking of NFL, uh, a lot of, I, I got a lot of questions throughout the week when I was actually in uh, NFL area of Miami about about fantasy football and that coming up, which is crazy. And I was like, I don't even really know. Rules the world, man. It really does rule the world. Yeah. And you have a draft coming up at least on the twenty seventh. Three. You have. I know you have a lot. Twenty seventh is one. Well, I've got. Uh, you have one earlier than that. Yeah, uh, we do this big league over in um, 
uh, over in Cocos, one that Ken and I do together as a as uh, together as a team. And that one got moved up to the twenty third. It's a Wednesday. That's a yeah. It's a weird day. Yeah, and normally it's it's like it normally it's like the twenty seventh. So it's like the you draft, and all of a sudden, boom! Next weekend is when you know season starts. But nah, man, he moved it up uh, just because a lot of people are out of town and whatnot. So uh, okay, it's it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird having it. That yeah, it's a little early. It's right in the still got one preseason game I was left. About to say a lot of kind of in a thicker preseason in yeah. a way, uh, which is kind of concerning. Kind of like spring training in baseball, you don't want to have a too early injuries happen all the time. Yeah. Um, but do you uh, you still got some studying to do? I don't know. Is that the right term? Studying? Are you I've, ready, dude? Yeah, I've got no more studying. No man. more study. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I know what everyone needs to do depending on their draft spot anymore. Okay. Uh, and I know, uh, dude. I know how this is going to break down. I mean, the only the, the only big the only big question now is, is where is Z going to get drafted with the, with the suspension? Yeah. Well, uh, that's the thing about the NFL this past, I guess, week alone, really seven days is you've had a couple of trades. Yeah. Uh, you have Matthews and uh, Watkins yep. being traded. Yep. And then you also have uh, the, the suspension of, of Ezekiel. Of Zeke, which was a top three pick. Yeah. Big time. And so all the mock drafts I've done up to that point, he was going top three somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I did two of them yesterday. He was going 11th or 12th. That's the drop off. Yeah. And you got so you gotta determine is he still worth a top ten pick? I mean, missing six games, obviously. Well, here here's the deal with that. He's gonna be he's suspended by the NFL six games. Correct. You can appeal it. Yep. Okay. If the appeal comes back to four games and you don't like it, guess what you can do? Mm-hmm. Same thing Tom Brady did. Take it to court. Mm-hmm. And now you get to play all season and wait till the end of the year to determine what's gonna happen next year. Yeah, it's probably. I mean, I'm assuming it's the route. You think it's the route he goes? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because yeah. Jerry Jones says he doesn't agree with it at all. Because oh, okay, it's route he's going in. <laughs> yeah, he says I don't agree with it. All the charges were dropped legally from the prosecution Correct, and yeah. law enforcement. The problem is, is that it wasn't like it was one episode where he just beat his girlfriend up. It was five separate episodes that yeah. he beat his girlfriend up, and that's all factual. How it all happened, how it all broke down, it's like there's just bits and pieces and you can't get a, co- yeah, a cohesive. Yeah, you know how he said, she said battle comes but in. But no one's not admitting that he did beat her up. Right. On five different occasions. The severity of it, because she never went to the hospital, no one really knows. And I think that because Zeke is a wild child, needs to just be suspended. I don't think I think six games is extreme, but here's the deal. Because they give him six games, no matter where he appeals it to, if it happens again, it's a year. Yeah. I think he's going to be out of the league in about three years. Well, he can't help himself. Yeah. I mean, clearly he's – this This is – he had problems at Ohio State. Yeah. He's had problems in the league. Yeah. Uh, this is not like a one-time scenario where yep. he's just kind of like a Ray Rice thing. I don't really know. I want to compare it to that, but – Well, Ray Rice was on video from the elevator. Correct. Yeah, the <laughs> I mean, vi- was, a video trumps life. Joe Mixon was a cell phone and he – you know. Yeah. I want to say video trumps life, but Joe Mixon has, has lived through yes. it. And, and and you said it, you and I have had this discussion before. If you're implicated in something, should you be suspended? It just depends on the level that you're at. Now it, it's different because you're with the Cowboys. Everything is magnified times a yeah. hundred because you're with the Cowboys. Hundred percent is the Cowboys love people that are aggressive outside of the NFL. That's mm-hmm. that's the Cowboys. Them and the Raiders. And if you sure. want to keep this guy in the league for eight or nine years because it's good for the league, suspend him now, teach him a lesson, and that way, hopefully, going forward, 
you know what I mean? Like he'll, he'll go, okay, this is bad. Let me, I won't smoke weed or pull titties out or slap people around until I'm out of the league. And hopefully this will do it for him, but it changes it up for fantasy. Yeah, no, that's the thing is the fantasy implications. I mean, I mean, I was, that's what I was kind of hearing when I was around it is, is the implications of when you, you draft him in, do you draft him at all? Do you, when do you draft him? What do you do? Six weeks out, everyone knows that appeal is coming. It will be shortened. How do you adjust to that is you, the biggest you have question. to roll the dice. I, I think that if you're in the top – well, for me personally, I, I would take him anywhere in the draft in the first round because I, I draft well enough to win. So having one guy that's suspended I, – I did Le'Veon last year, suspended four games. Yes, I still won. You know? And he still proved to be a very good back. Yeah. So phenomenal. You need him for the playoffs. If you're confident enough in your drafting, you take him – and you just build the rest of your roster and know that it's going to be a struggle the first six weeks. Say yep. it's six weeks. So you got to win three games, lose three games. You're still in the hunt because when he comes back, he's going to be a pissed off motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like he's just going to run all over the place. The The other side of that is if you're not a big fantasy drafter and, and you're still kind of – if you don't draft real well, if you're not really finishing real well, you probably need to pass on him – and get someone like Freeman or McCoy that's going to produce for you because you're not going to put a good roster together right. the rest of the way down. So yeah. it just depends on where you're at. And everyone says they're a fantasy guru, but if you're not, I mean, you, you determine a fantasy guru by looking at your win-loss record over the course of the time doing fantasy. Yeah. If most of the time you're not making playoffs, you're not a fantasy guru. No, no, absolutely not. And does the does the Jordan Matthews trade or the Sammy Watkins trade? Uh, Watkins is a change bum. your opinion on either one. Watkins is a bum. Um, I think he's complete trash. And and the guy at work, Jay, and if you're listening, man, he was like, "Oh, Sammy Watkins, beast!" And how do you not take this guy? How is he not in your top ten? Well, this right here tells you the Bills have nobody, and they still let him go. Yeah, you know he's always got injuries. And uh, Jordan Matthews. That's interesting. Yeah, to That's the Bills. Uh, I was talking to my uncle the other day. We'll get to his question in a little bit. Is, is you think his stock lowers? It's not as good. I think it rises because there's nobody else there catching the football. Yeah, the one's also not a good quarterback. Because I the football. think Robert Woods is gone as well. Um, so I, I think he's really it. I mean, yeah, but I who's throwing the football? Tyrod Taylor, who's actually about eight weeks out of the year of fantasy. He stud. actually had some. Lo- lo- uh, some leverage or at least some, some catches inside Philadelphia yeah. with Wentz, who throws the football. Yeah. He throws the football. We'll go with that. Correct. And he throws the football well for, for the most part, and he's still young. But uh, Tyron Taylor I mean, and um, – Defense is decent. Yeah. If you remember, what, two, three years ago, I think there were six defensive players in the, in the NFL top 50. So the defense is still together. They, they got rid mm. of the big cornerback in that Jordan Matthews trade. Yeah. But was that Darby? Darby? Right? Yeah. Yeah. But Darby. At the, at the end of the day, they're not going to win the division. The Patriots are going to win. Yeah. They're not going to get a wild card spot because you're going to have to fight the Dolphins for the wild card spot. The Jets are out, you know, so really you're not going to make the playoffs as a Bills. So someone's got to step up and emerge as they rebuild. Hopefully it's Jordan Matthews. I think Jordan Matthews can play ball. Dude, I, I, I was a big Jordan Matthews fan when I saw him out of Vanderbilt. Yeah. He can, he can I mean, play. and he's done good things or big things with yeah. the, with the Eagles, who've had yeah. good receivers throughout the, the year. The problem, I think, and, and do you have do you have him pulled up? I actually have the depth chart pulled up right now. Okay, for the I, don't, Bills. I don't remember how big Jordan Matthews is. Oh, I think okay. he's built like Anquan Bolden is. He's like a f- yeah, he's a big boy. 
he's like a six footer. Am, am, am I completely wrong? Yeah, you're six foot three, two twelve. Yeah, Jordan. Madison, so he's yeah. he's a smaller receiver compared to the Dezes and the AJ Greens. Everybody who else is six five, six. But six. he's a good size that could be easily a number one. He's a thick dude. Not and, not 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 a problem. And Tyrod can throw the football. Sammy Watkins has had a, uh, he's had successful games. Mm-hmm. Not really a successful year. Tyrod can get the ball out. I think Jordan Matthews, if he can stay healthy, could be a, an 80-catch, 1,200 yards, eight-touchdown guy. Uh, Bolden's still with the – he signed with the Bills, correct? Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's Bolden and, and now Jordan there Matthews at one and two. And Bolden's the slot guy. That's all he's going to be. He's been in the league like 12 years. I mean, it's amazing he's still even playing. Well, that's all they got. Yeah. Really, I mean, no, no offense to these other guys. And then they drafted pretty good. Zay Jones out of mm-hmm. ECU is going to be pretty good. I mean, I, he looked pretty good at ECU. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll see. A bit. Obviously, you got proven guys. you got to yeah. play the proven guys there, first. There's no stud at receiver that they have other than Jordan Matthews. They, they didn't get a Mike Evans or a Dez or anybody coming out where you just go, wow, this guy's 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He's just a beast. They don't have that. I, I just think that with the, the passing offense that I thought that the Philadelphia Eagles were and, and slinging the ball with Carson Wentz and him being a good receiver. But but we all know the Eagles are kind of – they got a pretty good receiver. Court. Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey's now there. Uh, a gun Lahore, good receiver. I thought out of USC. Uh, Nelson Aguilar. No, Aguilar, sorry. There we go. Yeah, yeah there you go. He, Pronunciation. Um, he's hot and cold. Yeah, and then you have Torrey Smith, who's been hot but cold. Had a good year two years ago, I think. Right, a little exactly. over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. Yeah. Torrey so, Smith can play. Nelson Aguilar, I like a lot. I think the Eagles kind of gave up on him. But here's the thing. Alshon Jeffries is going to get hurt or he's just going to get lost. He does that every single year. Everyone goes, Alshon Jeffries is a beast. We should take him in the, in, in, in the first round of the draft. No, if you look at his stats, he's absolutely yeah. horrible. Never liked him. Yeah. Never been a huge fan. He's not going to do well. Yeah. So people that want to take him, great. Take him. I'll take risks on the other two guys because yep. I get him like four or five rounds later. Mm-hmm. Take your Alshon Jeffries and just be pissed off. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how that works out. I... I, I... I still think that Jordan Matthews took a little bit of a hit. Now, obviously, he's still yeah. he's still young, still young, still trying to find his way. He's six years in the league, I think. No, not even that much. I is don't it, think. Is it not six? No, I don't think it's six. I think it's more like three. Well, it's be his fourth. Sorry, this is probably his fourth year in that the could league. Be. You might be right. Yeah. It's probably his fourth year in the league trying, you know what I mean? So, but this is his still figuring it out. So six, correct. seven, and eight is really when you know if your receiver is going to do well. This is his time to be a big-time receiver. Obviously, you're not behind. I mean, I used Deshaun Jackson as an example. You're not behind anybody no. to, to be in his way because he's he's got a good talent. I mean, he's – It is on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he could – I mean, obviously, what's uh, – Deshaun Jackson – or, I'm sorry, um Kwong Bolden's a little bit older later in his career. Uh Stats for Matthews are 872, 997, and 804 last year. 804 yeah. last year. So he's right on that cusp. But this is your time, baby. Yeah. It's your time, baby, to be the man. So, I mean. It's, and he hasn't really had anybody that's been able to get him the ball. You and he was like, in a crowded like, receiver core yeah. last year. Yeah. So this is his chance. This, this is his year. You're going to know exactly what he can do if he can stay healthy. You'll know exactly what you're going to get. I think it's a 1,200-yard, 80-catch, eight-touchdown type guy. That's oh, where he's at. Really? So you think he takes the next level step? 
And that for me is is not. I mean, that's average. I mean, obviously, he anymore. hasn't even. Well, true, but he hasn't even touched over a thousand yards since. No, he hasn't. So he's taking the this, next level for this him. This is the year for me that he can do that, and and it's a uh, it's an Anquan Bolden type of guy. He's he's not going to be, uh, you know, on that Des Bryant, Mike Evans level, but he's not going to be the the Hogan level where it's like a. He's yeah. going to be just a. He's the kind of guy you can get in the top 20 receiver every year and just consistent, doesn't really do much, doesn't really do too less. That's just where he's at. So That's, you're taking Matthews higher than you already would? Uh, I would, yeah. What about Aguilar? Is same? Uh, I, I love Aguilar, man. So Nelson Aguilar, receiver? He reminds me of like a Marvin Harrison. He's a, he's a smaller guy. Yeah, he's good hands, great hands. Yeah, awesome. He, he just needs confidence and i think when jeffries goes down they throw him in the number one spot yeah, he's nice that's what you're gonna see i loved him as see. a deshaun jackson type of dude he's the long ball guy that's okay. what i think and this year if you do fantasy Corey, this year is a running back year okay what i mean by that is if you're not in the top four picks in your fantasy draft right trade down to 11 or 12 that that's uh, i've done enough of this that's where you want to go why running backs you have to have running backs. There are too many receivers, and I'll give you an example. You can take Amari Cooper, right, for the for for the Raiders, Raiders in the second round. Yep. Or you can get Crabtree in the fifth, who gives you almost the exact same stats. Yeah. Jordy Nelson, you can take in the first round with the Packers. Yeah. Could. Or get Devontae Adams, almost the exact same stats last year. Yeah. Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry. There's so many teams that have almost spread the, the ball exact around. exactly spread the ball around a lot of passing. Once you get out of the top ten uh, running backs, which are you know David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke, Melvin Gordon, uh, Jordan Howard, Lashawn McCoy, Devontae Freeman, um, I'm trying to go through them all because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss about three of them there. Once you get out of that, the drop off is huge. So we got a six pick in Jocks League, right? Devontae Freeman was the guy we we're going to target because he was going to be the best available. Not taking a receiver. I'm not taking Evans or Julio or anybody else. The problem is when you come back around, you're looking at Ty Montgomery, Leonard Fournette. Right. You're. It's kind of like pitchers in the MLB. You want to get your high echelon guys now. Yes. Otherwise, you're kind of Correct. all in the same boat. At 11 or 12, somewhere in the back end of the draft, all the mocks that I did, I'm getting Melvin Gordon, Jordan Howard. I'm getting Zeke, Melvin Gordon. I'm getting Zeke Jordan Howard. I'm getting Zeke J. Ajay. I'm getting Melvin Gordon J. Ajay. Yep. Those are the guys you get in the back end. You let the you let it fall to you. If you're drafting in the middle, anywhere between five and about eight, you are screwed. Yep. You and everyone's going to default and going. Well, I'm going to take I'm going to take Beckham. Great. Good luck with you getting running backs later on because there is garbage. You're putting your stock into Davin Cook, yeah. Ty Montgomery, Frank Gore. Carlos Hyde. Everyone loves Carlos Hyde, right, with the Niners? Oh, yeah. They're thinking about cutting him. Yeah. So well, running backs, good you know how luck it goes. with all that. Yeah, you know how, you know how running backs goes. It's, that's a good point. I thought about that a little bit. I was wondering when the shift was going to happen because they spread the ball. I mean, you know, the Saints kind of yeah. started that. Gosh, I mean, they've gone through receivers now like crazy because yeah. it doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah. can throw the ball. Drew Brees can throw the ball on anybody. And I'm talking standard league. So PPR, okay. yeah. Would you want to take Evans? He's going to get you 100 cat. Yeah, PPR is going to be a little bit different. You're going to want to take Julio or Evans or, or Beckham or Antonio Brown somewhere. But right. those guys are going in standard or PPR. It doesn't even matter in the first round. But I'm telling you right now, running backs are just – once you get out of the first round, running backs are – you're going to be so pissed off 
If you take Mike Evans, you'll be like, yeah, I got a great receiver. Cool. But come second, third, fourth round, when you're drafting guys like Davin Cook, Isaiah Crowell, and those are your two starters at running back, you're going right. to be really pissed off. But you'll be happy with Evans. Yeah, no. I mean, take no. running backs. I'm telling you, take three or four of them. The first four rounds, there's right. still plenty of receivers further down that you can get. And, dude, you know how it was. Chargers kind of were good with their injuries last year. A lot of receivers yeah. come out of the woodwork. Yeah. And them actually being pretty good. I mean, Keenan Allen's going to come back. He broke his leg last right. year. He's coming back. But Ty- they had Tyrell Williams. Yeah, and there's randoms that yeah. I actually picked up in my league last year. That I was yeah. like, oh, these guys can catch some football. The Titans, who have Rashard Matthews, I am a huge fan of Rashard Matthews, and they got Eric Decker. Both of them will have similar stats at the end of the year. Eric Decker kind of lost in the shuffle with the Jeffs. Now back at it. Yeah, and and of course you got you got you got Beckham and the Giants, but you also have Brandon Marshall, who's yeah. not going to he's going to get you sixty catches. A little older, but big body. Yeah, big dude, big body. So. UCF grab. Pass on the one receivers, get the number twos, and get your number one running backs. That that is the that is the theme. And if you can't do that in the second or third round, pick up Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, or Tom Brady, and they will get you three times what a running back or receiver will get you in points by the end of the year. Yeah, get your get your quarterback, kind of get your team going. Yeah, yeah. So no. get get a running back or two running backs, and then get your get your quarterback now. Otherwise, you're you're grabbing. I love Winston. You're grabbing Winston, Mariota, <laughs> other guys. But Raj is going to throw you 40-plus touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Breeze is going to throw you 40-plus touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Brady's going to do the same thing. Get one of those big three guys, and you ain't got to worry about whoever the hell you're passing on at running back or receiver. Yeah, no, it's it, the draft time is here. It draft is. Time, a lot of people are going to draft. A lot of people are trying to figure out where to go. Um, that's one thing I've found. Everybody's an expert. You know, Everybody's won their league once. Everybody's an expert. Everybody knows what's going on. But time changes, dude. Position yeah. changes, time changes, passing league now. It is. And running backs are coming far and few between. Might as well get your studs early. Yep. I, I get agree. your studs early. Uh, we got 10 questions for you today. Oh, shit. I, I didn't want to miss that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to miss that on you. Let's go. Uh, but I, we, we have that. Uh, yeah, I wanted to get that going. Oh, oh, who's going first? I am going to, I think, ask first. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, uh. All right. I'm actually going to hit it off. What This is a good transition from okay. what we were doing. Let's go. Um, question number one. Yeah. Chris Thompson, uh, running back for the Redskins. Okay. Right? And then this, was a, this is kind of a fan question. All right. I will. Chris Thompson or Jordan Matthews. So he has Chris Thompson, and he's thinking about dropping him for Jordan Matthews. So Chris Thompson or Jordan Matthews. There you go. Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews, straight up. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, number two. Ryan Tannehill or Jay Cutler? Cutler. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And then obviously this is what they're both healthy. Sorry. Right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Cutler all day. All right, number three, Kyrie Irving or Andrew Wiggins? Kyrie Irving. Aha. I have to I have to maintain that because we just Yeah, about okay, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Numero uh, quattro, four. Uh is Winston the, Q, the quarterback take you all to promised land? That means the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you're listening. does he take us to the promised land? Is he the quarterback to take you to the promised land? I'm not going to say yes. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say I hope so. The problem is, is there's only been one black quarterback that's ever won a Super Bowl, and that was Doug Williams. Okay. Out of the entire history of the NFL. So my my odds are stacked against me, but I like his leadership and I like what he's doing. So you're sorta. Yeah, I'm 50-50. I, I'm hopeful, 
but uh, who knows? Okay, uh, we haven't talked much about college football. We'll probably hit that up next episode. Um, best college football team right now that you're ready to rock and roll with, that you know of, that you've read about, that you think. Alabama's always a go-to, but what you got for me? I know what you're going to say, but we'll see what you got. Uh, I'm going to go – I'm hopeful for Florida State. Absolutely you are. But Alabama is a just a bunch of robots, and they are just amazing. So not I, a USC, Sam Darnold? Not, I think Ohio State's got the best. Ohio game. State. I okay, think coming do. back at him. Yeah, I really do. I, J- I, I like JT USC, Barrett? Though. Yes. JT Barrett last yeah. year. Hopefully they got it. Okay. Ohio State, it is okay. Yeah, that's who I think is the best team. We'll keep going with that kind of uh, attitude. Uh, number six, World Series pick right now. What do you got? Oh. I know we, we've we been doing this once a month. Oh, I know it changes. Man. World Series pick. Oh. I know you've fallen I'm out of baseball. I'm no, so- I'm going really out on a limb. I think. Please pick a payoff team. Oh. <laughs> I'm really God, I, the theme for this is hopeful. I'm hopeful the Rays. Rays look can somehow they'll make the wild card. Yes. they'll make the wild card. And you, uh, in the playoffs, it's anyone's game. You know what I mean? No, baseball is crazy. But the like Indians that. are f- Indians. I, I like the Indians, man. Dude, Rays. Rays got power. Rays got they a do. good number one. And the Cubs are coming on strong they right have now. Come on. The Yankees have fallen off pretty bad. I mean, can the Pirates somehow get it in there? No, Pirates are, are, they, are they, they're, they're too think, far out. Well, no, they're still battling. Yeah. They're they, only like four games back. And if they make it in, dude, I'm I'm so gonna rock a Pirates jersey. I if no idea. Pirates are in and Rays are in, I'll, I'm losing it. <laughs> That's gonna be good. I'm losing. I'll probably be a drunken That's, mess for a week. I I, I really <laughs> don't know because it, it, it's it's like every 14 every two weeks it changes like yeah. you, you, just, you don't know who's hot but right now the rays are hot indians are really hot cubs are hot and pirates are hot i'll tell you right now you do not want to fuck with the rays mm. if they get archer oh my god and they have that power lineup that they have love it don't fuck with them no don't fuck with them okay cool so number seven it's kind of a general question. I know it's going to take you some time. That's why I put a little Macklemore, a little instrumental right. mix for you. I like it. Uh, NFL's best offensive player right now. Right now. Offensive player. I got to figure out how to interpret that for myself here. Yeah, you're right, because there's exciting players. Doesn't necessarily mean they're the best player. Yeah, I know it's going to take us time. Yeah. That's why I had a and good I'm going to break this up. The most exciting player right now is Tyreek Hill from Kansas City. Okay. I cannot wait to watch this dude. The best offensive player, though. Oh, it's a toss-up, man. I'm, I'm, no. Oh, I got, I got. I'm gonna flip this around. So it's, it's either Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson. Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell is the Buck Bell. symbol. Le'Veon, <laughs> David Johnson, Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell, yeah. who is holding out at the moment. Yes. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Okay. He will, he will play. Le'Veon Bell, number eight. Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Oh, God, yeah, I hate dude. Ryan Reynolds. I love Gosling though, but, but Daredevil. <laughs> Yeah, just, yeah, I could see that. I love it. Okay, titties or beer? Titties all day. Oh, shoot. All day. Okay, I thought about this. This is this is kind of a product titties of me. Titties or yeah. beer? Yeah, that's, that's right, real a quick. question. I like yeah, that. Yes, sir. Uh, number 10, always a good one. Um, I've been checking a lot of hotels lately, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, 
And obviously, when you check in, I, I, I schedule, or I say I schedule, I book a king bed, right? One yeah. king bed. That's yeah. One, one king bed. Well, obviously, if you check in late, there's some platinum and diamonds and gold members that check in ahead of you, so they get first dibs. So if you're a little late to the party, they grab your king beds and you get stuck with two queen beds. Perfect. Naturally, me, I don't give a shit because yeah. I'm so fucking tired. It doesn't yeah. matter. Okay, so my request will lose my next question. Hotel sex. You want two beds? You want one? Oh. Because I've thought about this oh, walking in my room. Wow. Because <laughs> a lot of times the rooms are different. There's different accessories. You could have a couch if you have the king or you yeah, could have the two chairs. You're right. Ooh. Um, two queen beds. Really? Yeah. Two? Wow, I would not yeah, have guessed that. I can defile both sets of sheets. Yes, you know she, what I mean? Like, technically, you just, can. It doesn't matter. You can like grab her and body slam her. It doesn't matter because somewhere she'll land. Because technically, I use none <laughs> of the second bed. Or I don't even know how to explain it. You do it on the floor, right? Just, just, I just get that. <laughs> Usually, when I'm in the room, I use that one little section of the queen bed, and then I get up and... <laughs> See you later. So, downstairs. yeah, if you're using two beds, and you're having a good-ass time, and I'm just sitting there... I was just going to say, do you slide them together, or do you... Do you not? Well, I didn't know. Yeah, you got to pull the nightstand out and slide them together and make a giant fucking bed. Don't think that's not crossed my mind. Oh, my God. You have to do that. And just let the worst thing comes in. Housekeeping. And then she's got to, like, separate them. And, like, what's going on? Ooh, they had some fun last night. I'm telling you, man. I'm yeah, telling so you. So that's, that's my ten questions. That's two beds, good. one bed. So that's going good. I like yeah, it, man. They weren't too bad. They weren't too bad. No, it was good. All right. So you, you got me. You got me with your. Yeah. Let's okay, go. Yeah, put let's me in. Let's go. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. All right, number one. Why is the quarterback the highest paid position in the NFL? I think it's because you win Super Bowls on your quarterback and defense. And generally, the quarterback is named first because that's your face of your franchise. Okay, I like it. uh, You know, we talked about Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Is he worth, or is any running back worth quarterback money? No. <laughs> Shit, you know me. I hate running backs. I mean, they're, they're only valuable the first three to four years. Tom Brady's been valuable since he's 40 years old. Almost 40 years old. Uh, no, they're not valuable. No? No. Not even close on no. that one. We're going to talk about that off air. Okay. We're going to talk about that. Where's the best fit for Kyrie? We mentioned it. Where do you, where do you think? He, what's the best fit for him? Uh, best fit for Kyrie. I mean, obviously, we always... we. I feel like every conversation is Pelicans, but... Um, best for recovery, honestly, is probably the Knicks with, with what he wants to go to. I mean, Melo probably would actually not be that bad. So with what he's chosen, I'm going to go with Knicks. It wouldn't be that bad. He is the man. Melo's not the man anymore. He can distribute no, yeah. a little bit, and he can score. You have two scores. I mean, Knicks. Ky- Kyrie, Melo, Porzingis. Yeah, I like a lot of scoring. Yeah. Fuck. You can put up whatever you want to put up. Good good, good for them. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Larson's losing his sponsor. I don't know if you read that or not. Losing I have not. Target it's sponsor. All yeah, he's losing the Target sponsor. Okay. They're, going, they're going to MLS. Who would you like to see on his car? Ooh, uh, I'm kind of, I should go off the wall on this one. Kyle Larson on his car. Uh... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with this. Is Amazon on a car? Nope. Amazon. They are, I, there's one race they're on the car because they sponsor the race. But, yeah, that would, oh, I like that. It's a straight-up Amazon. They make a pay money. Okay, all right. Okay, fine. If you're rolling with that, let's go. I'm going to flip you. Netflix. Hulu's oh. got uh, – shit, you would have to correct me on. Who's, who's Hulu got right now? No, I know. I know I, they got somebody. Yeah, I don't I'm know I'm going to go Netflix on you. All red – again, keep the all red vibe. Yeah. Right? 
gives all a red vibe, and I'm going to go with Netflix on you. That's cheap money. Yeah. Cheap money. Not spending any money at all to sponsor no. that. All red, throw you a Netflix, deuces. I like it, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I was surprised that, that they were even losing the Amazon has no business being in the racing business. Netflix has nothing to lose. Nothing. Okay. So the, I like the, that. Netflix. I like, yeah, I, I could see that, too. Netflix. Yeah, all red. Keep the all red. Target. Yeah. Netflix kind of like, keeps it the same. I like it. So Magic Johnson's guaranteed the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. Is this happening? Yeah, 100%, dude. I think the Dodgers don't play right now, man. Like I, I think they're just hundred percent. I think they're the best team in the MLB. If it's a Dodgers, if it's a Dodgers Astros World Series, Ooh, you good. have paid your ticket of admission and you're ready yeah. to rock and roll. That will be a great World Series. Probably not happen, but uh, yeah, Dodgers got this. Dodgers in the World Series. Dodgers Lakers, got this. Lakers in the. Uh, uh, maybe. Look, look, at mag- look at Magic. Look at Magic. Maybe, maybe. I like yeah, it. yeah, definitely Dodgers going to look good. So you got to understand, I, I wrote this during Shark Week. Yeah, I know. Oh, love Shark Week. Did you, did you watch Shark I, Week I at all this year? Shark Week. <laughs> you watched Shark Week. Okay. That was my question. Did you watch Shark Week at all? I, I don't watch Shark Week. I, and it's not. I don't have cable. But if I did have cable, I'm going to be playing honest with you. I probably went to Shark Week. I need a female. To watch Shark Week with. I know there's a Fact. lot of puns in there and fucked up shit. Yeah. But I need a female for Shark Week. I agree. Kendra made me DVR. You see what I'm saying? Everything on Shark Week. Yeah, okay. The yeah. entire week. Give me a female. This is a completely different conversation. Yeah. A cable, a cable and female. I think we're talking about something different. You know what sucks about Shark Week? It's the same every year. Exactly. But who cares? <laughs> I feel like everyone's enjoying it regardless. If I'm having sex in the Shark Week, I'm doing the right fucking thing. Oh, man. <laughs> You're crazy. So, would you ever get into a shark cage? Get in the cage and they take you underwater, and you're like, "Oh my god, look at the sharks!" I mean, would you would you get into a cage? Uh, I'm not a big like someone else controlling my movements. Um, am I insured safety? It doesn't matter. Would you get in the cage? I'd probably. If I'm not insured safety, fuck no. Well, I mean, because you don't know what's gonna. You're in the you're in the fucking ocean. Dude. I'm probably not. No. I don't know much about this whole either. idea, but I'm gonna go no. No. <laughs> Can I watch from up top and drink Miller Lite or whatever the... Yeah, that's what I'm drinking right now. That's what I use that. But about New Belgium, I don't... Can I watch up top? I mean, yeah. I don't like to do a lot of extravagant risk-taking activities. Like, they were getting out of the cage, dude. I'm like, no. There's sharks everywhere. There's chum in the water. I had to hop a fence the other day. That was the most risk I took in the last 2017 year. Okay? Not a risk-taker. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh... Here's a good one. I mean, how far would you go if your car got jacked at the gas pump? Oh, bad. You're pumping gas, and a guy gets in your car. Yeah. He's jacking your car. How far am I willing to go? How far are you willing to go? Like, Does this happen to my associate? That's why I want to know what you would do. Uh, well, it's pretty easy to find shit like that. Uh, you can definitely. I'm going to call the police. I'm telling my license plate number because hopefully I know it. Definitely tell my last point number, market, make and model. Um, as far as I'm willing to go, uh, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm not going to shoot him. No? Would you try to save the car? Would you try to pull him out? Anything? Like, you just say, hey, take the car, fuck it, it's insured. If I'm pumping the gas, nah, it's probably kind of, you're kind of hopeless at that point. Just let it go. Because you're kind of standing there, right? Generally, when I pump gas, I'm, my back's the car. I'm being honest with you, like, I'm pumping it. Yep. Watching the price. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> gotta stump it. Gotta obviously, stop it. Twenty, obviously. And uh, if he just jumped right in, I'd probably wouldn't know until he was already taken off. Um, 
That's awesome. So I'm going to call and figure it out. Because the, the way I look at it is, listen, I drive a 2006 Honda Civic. And if you can drive a standard, you're a badass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you're a badass motherfucker. Especially because you're cracked out. <laughs> That's man. right. Because I had a person get in my car that I was working with this past week. He goes, oh, you drive a standard. That's kind of cool. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so what I'm saying, if you can get in my car and try to steal it and you can drive that. Good for you, right? You can have get it. Out, get out. Get out. Get down me up. I'll buy you a yeah. beer. You buy me a beer. We're all on the same page. Let's roll. You can take it. I'll holler at you later. I love that. I <laughs> yeah. love that. So, um, yeah. That's your 10? No, you, I got you two got, more. Oh, hit me. Uh, if you were in Las Vegas, would you smoke weed? It's legal out there. 100%. 100%. One time, yeah. One time? See, see I don't even think I get weed. And it's, it's, I, get, I get this question all the time. Oh, you don't like eating weed. No, I don't. It's not that I don't like weed. I just don't. I love alcohol. I love, yeah. I love drinking. I'm drinking Miller right now. I love drinking Miller Light. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like mixing smoking weed with drinking alcohol because when I do, it's like a double fucked up. I like to be just fucked up on one thing. Sure. Uh, so I, I try to take it. It's nothing against it. Like I said, if we were just smoking weed, I, we're not touching alcohol, 100%. But I drink. Yeah. Too much, too often. I love it. So you ain't going to find me. So yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Especially if it's good stuff. Come in, coach. Last question. What is having sex sharky style? Oh, fuck. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't know either. Sharky style? I just don't know what froggy style was like four years ago. I'm trying to adapt here. Um, style. Luda style. Sharky style. Oh, uh, is that where you're laying down? She's laying down. Do you know I, this answer? No. Oh, you don't even know this answer. I Shit. did this during Shark Week. I'm like, what is what is what is Sharky style? Sharky style. Uh, that'd have to be like where like she's laying down, and you're laying down, so you're like Sharky. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like pose it, but I can't even pose it. I need another don't body. pose it. I need another body to pose it. I don't know what I'm fucking with. Oh that. my god. Yeah, it's only, you know, you'd have to act like a shark. You, so I, she, I guess you'd have to, right? Come yeah. Shark so wait, hand. what was? The, can I get the context of them using this, like Sharky style? Uh, dude, I just made that up. I have no idea. What oh it is. fuck! Yeah. yeah, dude, I'm about to start dropping that on honeys right now. I didn't even Google it. Just, I just ask a girl, hey, yo, you fuck Sharky style? They would never know what hit them. We know They would never know what hit them. They'd be like, what the fuck's <laughs> that? I'd be like, wait, wait till you find out. Like, yeah. I don't even know. They wouldn't even know what that means. I kind of like that. Just making up fucked up words and just saying, have you done this? <laughs> That's my 10, man. <laughs> I love it. Hey, 10 rapid, rapid random questions on facts, lies, and one truth. You never know what we're coming with. <laughs> Definitely Sharky style. Ever. <laughs> Oh gosh, uh, that's that's good. I like it, Sharky style. I don't even know how. I, oh gosh, I feel like I've been thinking about this for like weeks. I'm like I'm gonna ask people, hey, you ever done a Sharky style? Like uh, they're just gonna be like, what the fuck? You're gonna find one person who goes, yeah, man, and then I'm gonna find that person. Like, yes, and I'm like, fuck yes, Jerry was right. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> no one knows what you it said. Is. You wanted to ask, talk about something off air. It's like one of your first three. You circle. Is that the one you circled to? Was that a fantasy question? Well, it was the, the Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, right. Because he's, he's holding out. Uh, hold out. I know you hate running backs, and they yeah, should get, they should get paid garbage. Yeah, right? should. And so Devontae Freeman just got paid eight point two five million dollars a year. I saw that. He's the the highest him. paid. And so for me, Le'Veon, right? So I kind of agree with Le'Veon. They offered him a $12 million a year contract. He said, no, he wants 15. Franchise tag on it, I think, is $12 million. So they can franchise him this year, franchise him next year, and then they can figure out what they're going to do with him. Right. He's saying he wants to get paid like a running back and like a receiver. So Devontae Freeman gets paid $8.25 million. He goes, that's what you were paying the same type of running back, i.e., LaDamian Tomlinson, yeah. back in 2008. 
Right. So you're telling me that nine years ago, the same going rate for a elite running back is the same? No, I disagree with that. Now, running backs are, they got a shelf life of about four or five years. Elite running backs who are healthy, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, guys like that, it's, it's like a 12 year window. So who's to say that Le'Veon, David Johnson, Zeke, some of these elite running backs don't have that window? Let's slow down on Zeke one year. Well, I, I'm I know, saying, I know, I know. I'm sorry. As I, I jumped right your ass now, there. As of right now, he's, Bell, he's I'll give you Bell. Let's roll with Bell for sure. He's, yeah. he's, he's proven his worth over multiple years Other now. than uh, Other than smoking his way out to four games and he got hurt with a crazy – that was a crazy knee injury. But when he's healthy – I know you're you, right. You can't t- injuries. You got to take out because anybody can get injured at any time. Take the weed out of it. He played fourteen. He played uh, twelve games last year, and still was number three in rushing, number three in receiving. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, one hundred percent. So a beast. why would you? He had but what 80, happened to Matt Forte? He kind of he died. He but just, he, he had over hundred catches. He, he he died four years ago. Okay, again, it's the same aura. I mean, you. Should he have gotten paid more than he was? Yes, he should have. But no one's gone after that. No one's put the sword in the sand and said, listen, I am getting 80 catches a year. I'm catching almost 1,000 yards a year. Golden Tate, who's doing the same thing, is getting paid, you know, $6 million a year. So I should get the 6 for that and get the 8 for being a running back. That's 14. Yeah. Um, it's a rare – because not all running backs should get that. I'm just saying in this case, because that's what he's proven over four years. Uh, how long has Bell been in the league? Do we, uh, this is his, I just looked it this up. This is so. going to be his four years, I think. Okay. So, and he, I don't know what kind of deal he's wanting, but he's wanting paid. He's wanting $16 million a year. Okay. Well, I'm not giving him any more than three years. Okay. Fact. 16 over three? Sure. Or 16 a year for three. So he's getting uh, 48. I'll give you 16 a year for three. Can we, as long, I, I'm with running back specifically. I feel like you got to swallow more money than what you're willing to give for a shorter amount of a time. That's usually how it works. You pay yeah. a lot more money than you should. I agree. For a shorter amount of time. But that's just how life is. That's just what it is. You want a really good player for a short amount of time, you pay more money. That's why they put it to a 10-year contract, so you pay less money yearly. That's why they do that. Yeah. But I'm willing to get rid of him and swallow it instead of buy him out and pay that because Bell's had a history of being injured more often than not here in the last two seasons specifically. Very good back. I'm not saying he's a bad back, running back specifically. I'm not saying he's a bad running back, but he will decline in the next three years. That's just how they roll. And he's been banged up. Again, his season last year was phenomenal through 12 games alone. That's it. But he will decline. I am not giving him any more than three years. I don't know what he wants. I don't know what the Steelers are willing to give. Now, D'Angelo Williams proved to be a fine, but not as good Bell. Yeah. But proved to be a fine back for those first four games. He was fine. People were picking him up in fantasy like nobody's business. Yeah. I, I mean, they loved him. Golden Tate's getting paid uh, $6 million a year for doing the same thing that Le'Veon does. Well, it's a passing league. It is. Um, but you got two running backs that are you got, you, you got McCoy and Freeman making eight million a year. 
that are doing very similar stuff with the with the receptions and the yards and everything else. Not yeah. quite on the Le'Veon Bell level. So if eight is the going rate, which is the same as it was eight years ago, right? You would think that with inflation, 10, 12 receiver would be maybe another six, maybe you go four. So 16 is not far-fetched. No, it's not far-fetched. But let's be honest. I don't know what the Steelers are thinking, but Bell's a, is an elite back right now, no question. But backs nowadays can be expendable. Look what the Steelers did. They, ex- they expended Murray, and they drafted Elliott. That, yeah. that actually worked out okay. Yeah, I agree. They can expend Bell. Now, you got to think. they got to start thinking a little bit for the future here because Roethlisberger's probably done after this year. I don't want to quote that, but he's yeah, he, he's he contemplated retirement now for the last two seasons, so we got to be getting close. And quarterbacks and defenses run this league. At the end of the day, and the Super Bowls, who do you remember? Do you remember Beckham? No. Nope. Do you remember Bell? Probably not. Remember no. probably Roethlisberger, whomever the quarterback is at the time. And you remember the, a good defense. Look at the Broncos when they won. Who'd you remember? The defense? Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. They can see the, they see the future here. It's like, ah, uh, do we really want to ride Bell out? Or do we want to grind the receiver route, grind the quarterback route, because we're not going to have Roethlisberger. And they got nobody. Landry Jones, not the answer. No. God, no. So they're in rebuild mode, and let's be honest, Le'Veon Bell, if he gets signed to a big contract, he ain't going to be happy. No. Because they're, they're probably not going to be great. They're probably going to be mediocre, 8-8. Eight and eight, Correct. 9-7. Yes. So the, I understand their hesitation and their, their withholding of jumping, jumping on that contract. I, I agree with what— Big mistake if they, if they do what they say they're going to do. I agree with, with, with what Le'Veon's trying to do. I thought $12 million that the Steelers offered was fair. I thought that was a really good contract. $12 million a year. I think that's fine. And I forget, it was like 12 man, four years, half of it was guaranteed. That's a good contract. I think that's fine. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. And here's what I think is going to happen. You got you got James Conner, right? He, he's out of the um, – Yeah, pit. Out of pit, yeah, had cancer and everything. that whole whatever that's about. Yeah. He's going to be a beast, okay? They're paying him $641,000 a year for four years. Well, not overall for four years, but that's what he's getting paid. It's going to come out to like $3 million over yeah. four years. He's a stud in training camp right now. So if he comes in, he'd do the same thing Le'Veon's doing. Why pay the money? And so, the Steelers are like that. Do they still have D'Angelo? Uh, no, he's a free agent. Okay, so who's their backup back? James Conner. Oh, that's it. Uh, well, I was kind of... Um... They've, they've got a couple other guys on there, but there's nobody that... Uh, Okay, so they're, they're yeah, I'm looking right now. Uh, I see what, the dub chart's not really plentiful of. I mean, they got Toussaint and a couple other guys yeah. that are, have been in the league in a while. Yeah, they they, they probably don't have a problem giving it to James Conner to kind of just go and run with. I, I'm trying to use for 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 people listening and watching, I'm trying to use kind of the the David uh, David Johnson scenario as an example. They let Chris Johnson hold on to that as long as they could. And let him get the veteran status. Whether you're the rookie, yep, he's the veteran. But we both know, fuck. Mm-hmm. David Johnson's pretty good. I mean, let's stop the bullshit here. I mean, I, I'm watching All or Nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm behind the curb here. All or nothing. But I mean, let's. I mean, old regimes. And let's be honest. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers are as similar of an old regime. They want the rookies. You can pay your dues as much as you can pay them. But at the end of the day, when you got skill. And you say James Conner's got skill, you big James Conner guy. 
You got skill. Trade them when they're high. So maybe, I mean, maybe they want to try to get a guy. I'm not saying Bell's the guy. They try to get a guy to groom him for a few games and then just say, fuck it, James Conner's our guy. I don't know. I, usually, you know how these things work out is Bell gets the money that he wants and they move on. I don't think they're gonna pay him the sixteen. You don't think though? I don't think so. I, I, okay, is, is he worth it? I, I would like no. to. I would like to see a running back get lower end quarterback money. I, w- I would just like to see it. You I'm know, not paying I, him. I, I think it's. I, I think it's deserving. I'm not paying him. But I, just how these things go is they get a little dirty and they get desperate and that's when they pay. They him. do. That's why I'm not paying Bell, but I'm not in it. Who knows? Steelers are a tough organization to kind of barter with. Sometimes they are what they are, and I like it. I mean, that's how that whole division is. Ravens are similar. Bengals are definitely low ballers. Yeah. Uh, Steelers are like that, too. Either you play by their rules or you can walk, and we're cool with it. Mike Tomlin's – you're either with us or without us. I like that. Like I don't even think that Le'Veon uh, signed the franchise tag. So the, the Steelers are getting made a bargain of $1.2 million this year. Absolutely. But I think most players, defense or offense, are getting at a bargain regardless. So, but what they give to the team and what they what they do, that's a bargain in itself. It's not baseball money where $300 is guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, I, I – I, if I was the Steelers, I wouldn't pay that amount of money. I thought twelve million was fair, but I can understand that Le'Veon what he's trying to do. He's like, listen, man, I'm 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 a running back. I'm a receiver. I'm an elite receiver. I'm an elite running back. I should get paid like both. I, I get you because if eight million is what LT was getting, you know, eight years ago, it should be a little bit further up, right? I mean, yeah, you know, Devontae and these guys should have got like 10 or 12 million. He should be going for 15. I got you. He's wanting what he should have gotten. You know, he's wanting payment for the, the I don't want to say reward, but what he did for them. Yeah. I mean, and if, if, if David Johnson goes off this year and Le'Veon gets paid, what's David Johnson going to get paid? You know what I mean? He's looking if, for if somehow bank. he gets like 14 or 15 million. David Johnson going to get huge money. Yeah. He's looking for bank. I mean, stupid I, money. Steelers don't have a lot. I mean, right now on their depth chart, they're looking at Toussaint as mm-hmm. your back and then Niall Davis as your second string. So, obviously, that's nowhere near the level of, of – Who, Niall Davis was a number one in Kansas City for a year. Yep, he and was. And they, they cut him because they got Sharkhandrick West and Spencer Ware, and they got the new guy over there. And he only averaged three and a half yards of carry for KC. And, and yeah. he was not a bad receiving back, but no, nowhere near no. the level of what we see now with David Johnson. No. Who I've talked to you via text. They got lucky with David Johnson, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. So they, they need Bell bad. They, that's what I'm saying. I think they might get desperate, and they need Bell bad. And I think they might swallow it and do the wrong thing and, and sign Le'Veon Bell. So if you're in your draft leagues, don't worry about it. I think that uh, it's a good choice early on. I think you're going to be fine. I think they'll – They'll use the shit out of them, and they'll they'll move forward with Ben Roethlisberger in this next season. After that, um, they're going to draft. They have to. They have nobody. They have to. Dude, uh, they have no uh, – that franchise is trouble in the, in the near future. I mean, That they, franchise has been successful for 40 years. And they should – that God bless them. That's crazy. They, they know what they're doing. You know, okay. the Roonies know what they're doing. I mean, Ben is, is 35. Ben's 35. He thought thought about retirement this year. He threw, you know, um, top five most balls he's ever thrown in his in his in his career. This past what, did, what did he throw last year? Forty two hundred. He threw five hundred nine. He threw five hundred nine times. Wow. Which is top five in his career. But yeah, doesn't really say much considering how much they throw now. But well, Antonio Brown catches everything, and so does Le'Veon Bell. 
Keep in mind that this last season, 2016 season, only played 14 games. Keep in mind, he only was sacked 17 yeah. times, which is the least amount in his entire career. He's got two of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, 29 touchdowns, only sacked 17 times. Still a good quarterback. Uh, he was elite, obviously, in 2014. He was yeah. a monster. Yeah, that was a big year. Oh, my gosh, almost 5,000 yards, pretty much, 4,952. Um, so, it's interesting to see. I think Bell should be get paid what he's going to get paid, but I think he will anyway. And fantasy-wise, yeah. he'll be back the way he was last year. You get all 16 now this time. Yeah. <laughs> I know what the Steelers are going to do. I think I, I like what he's trying to say. I, I like what he's saying and he's preaching. I, that's, the, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm an elite on both ends, so why should I get paid like both? Uh, I know what he's saying, but uh, – He's a jersey salesman. It's a pack – it's a, it's a he's passing a stud. League. It's a passing a, league. I know he a, catches the ball well. But. He's on fantasy magazine covers. I mean, yeah. you know, like there's just so much that he's got going on. True. And, and Steelers aren't going to lose him, but I, I think that Le'Veon makes, you know – more doing franchise, franchise, let's figure it out. Yeah. But True. then if you pay him 12 on the franchise and then 20 the second year in the franchise, he's going to want 20 million a year. Well, you guys can afford it, obviously. You franchise me. Yeah, they, they can't afford it. They're not paying him much. Up. I mean, besides Roethlisberger. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're fine. Especially they're getting rid of the veterans like uh, D'Angelo and, and Brown. Brown deserve payment too. So Brown's. Yeah, he, he you got to pay him. You got to yeah. pay your receivers, I you guess. I mean, they're divas, but you got to pay yeah. All right. Well, you've heard from us backslash one truth. Uh, we'll be back with you probably here soon. Uh, yeah. Sunday off Sunday. So we'll probably see you Sunday. I know we got a lot of college footballs coming up here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Obviously, NFL Big preseason's games. already going on. I haven't done any DraftKings preseason in NFL. I might get on that this week. Fuck it. I just did my first. Did today. you really? Yeah. Did you do it again? No, I just did my first one for the upcoming oh, week. Oh, yeah. you did? Okay. Yeah, okay, I didn't okay. want to do it the first week. It's weird, but. Yeah, no, I I didn't do any. Uh, I know that the Bengals beat the Tampa Bay in the preseason. Yeah, great. It's preseason. Uh, did you watch that game? I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I did the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you watch Hard Knocks, you know who to look for for the Bucks. but I know you don't give two shits. But I don't give a fuck. It's Hard Knocks, dude. Why are you not watching that? Because you're not a football fan. Not really. If it was Hard Knocks like UCF, like college, you'd watch it, right? I don't know. Why does Hard Knocks not do college? And I'm sure some NCAA rule or some bullshit. I'm Dude, sure. that'd be fantastic. Uh, kind of the college rules kind of get into me. I would love fun. that. Yeah, the college rules are crazy. Like the, the they're annoying. The kicker from uh, from UCF, the one with the YouTube. Station. Yeah, that's I love that. That was crazy story. Good story, but bad story. I don't know how to. Put no, it, that's but... a great story. He quit the team to do his YouTube thing. He's making more money. As he should. I thought it was a good. I mean, again, fantastic. We'll see what he does in the future. Sometimes fifty thousand only goes as far as you will. As oh, you go. Well, now he's going to spend time growing it rather than out there kicking. We'll see. Again, yeah. he would not make anything by kicking. He would make more doing what he's doing. We'll uh, see. Yeah, true. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Facts, last one truth. Find us on the podcast app on your phone and your iPad. You can find us on Google Play, the music app that you find on SoundCloud as well. Yeah. So on the road, while you're traveling to work, you can turn us in and uh, catch what we think. I know we went a little long today. We haven't catch you all in a while, but that's okay, uh, given our fantasy predictions and what we got coming up. But uh, we got beer to drink and racing to watch. We'll catch you all soon. Later. Dude.